Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Charvarius Ward running back the other way. One yard power <laughs> surge, baby. Now Shanahan is just scheming against Pete Carroll. And just like that, the Niners are up 20-3. to three. All over, Geno, and, and they are surging. Time to run your way to the NFC West Let's title go. now. Let's go! Keyshawn J. Willemax on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and ESPN2. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. You can hit us up on the Dr. Pepper call-in line. Lots to talk about today. Mm. J. 888-SAY-ESPN-729-3776. Crazy that we're starting today with a little West Coast vibe. Can I tell you, on the car ride in this morning, driving through the monsoon outside, <laughs> guess what was on the playlist, Max? What was on the playlist? Machiavelli. Old school. Oh, oh Jay. I'm coming slinging today. I, I'm you know who else today. is slanging? Oh, I was waiting for it. Freezing. I got. I, listen, Brock Purdy. His. I'm giving him his nickname right now. What is it? Mister Relevant. <laughs> <laughs> he's Mister Relevant. Like he. He's about a factor in to the Super Bowl conversation. This is now the third time he's operated this offense. Jay, the defense is a monster, right? The offense since they got McCaffrey. That's the tipping point. This is without Debo, but with McCaffrey, they never have had a guy on offense in this little era of the Niners, of Niners football like this. Like, uh, you can't account for him. He's got some fast twitchies that there's really nothing you can do about it. He can catch, he can run, he can do everything, right? And he did it again last night, really. He carried a ball a bunch of times, ton of yards. But Brock Purdy, except for that one, should have been an interception close to the end of the first half. Jay! As Key would say, it just looks right. It looks good. This is the third time now. I mean, look, 49ers clinch the division, right? They do it on the road in Seattle. Very difficult place to play. I don't care what anybody says. Well, never won there recently. Right? And I'm just going to go ahead and say it because it's, it's truly how I feel. And I'm not saying it for shock value, Max, at all. Mm-hmm. I believe in the 49ers and Brock Purdy. More than I believe in the Dallas Cowboys Ooh. to give a fight to the Eagles. Now, you're a boxing guy. Yeah. Let me say this, right? All different types of boxers out there. Floyd Mayweather, more of a defensive-minded, technical boxer, right? Mm-hmm. Muhammad Ali, ropey dope, dancing around the ring. Mm-hmm. And then there's like a Mike Tyson who just a stand in the middle of the ring and just slug it out with you. I feel like I know the identity of who the 49ers are. And I feel like they are the one team that can go on the road in Philly and stand there in the middle of the ring, in the middle of the field, and go pound for pound, blow for blow with the Eagles. Word. I feel it. Hold on. Let's back up, Jay. You just said a lot. First of all, you trust them more than the Cowboys. Me too. Yes. We've seen Brock Purdy Purdy. play three times in the pros right now. And based on what I've seen, and a lot of it is because of the Bill Parcells, Keyshawn Johnson formula, right? He drops back. 
mid-20s. He completes high teens of his passes, low 200 yards, two touchdowns, no interceptions. When you at, Why does that stat line work? Well, the more the better, yes. But that stat line with a complementary defense and running game is usually, we looked it up. It's not just by these old football heads going on. We looked it up. It usually wins. It's like, and, and when, you, when you drop back more than X number of times, I think we said it at 30, and you have an interception it, because it suggests things about the defense and the run game too. You, you really, it's much, much different. 70% completion. We just showed a great graphic. I want to bring that back. 70% completion. Let's bring that back on TV, on ESPN too. We just, we just flashed it. So 70% completion, no interceptions, and four touchdowns over the course of their first two starts in the history of football since 1950, the history of the Super Bowl era at least, and more. Aaron Rodgers, okay, fine. And the other two have played in this Shanahan offense, although Garoppolo started with Belichick. Garoppolo and now Brock Purdy. I, Matt, now let me clarify. I do not think that Brock Purdy is a better quarterback right. than Dak Prescott, right? But I do trust Kyle Shanahan in the overall team of the 49ers more than I trust the Cowboys as a team. This team wins games in the trenches, right? Like they, they come out, their, their defense is crazy. Right, they don't give up a lot of sacks. It, it keeps Brock Purdy can manipulate the pocket. He gets you yards. The, the game plan is exactly the same as Jimmy G. Right, it's exactly the same pretty much. So everything is the same, but Purdy plays with a little bit more athleticism. Who's better against the run, the Eagles or the Niners? Niners. The Niners are better against the run. When you talk about now, who's better at quarterback? The Eagles. The Eagles have an MVP quarterback. But when you have two teams that have certain similarities in terms of their dominance on the line of scrimmage, and are you talking one, about the Cowboys or are you talking about the Eagles? I'm talking about the Eagles oh, the now. Eagles, because, okay. Sorry, pardon, I switched. Yeah. Because, because that's the top team in the, yes. division, in, the, in the conference. When you have two similar teams in terms of their dominance on the line of scrimmage and certain other things that they can do, the team that's better against the run has a real advantage. That is the Niners. I'm talking about against the Eagles, the, the class of the conference, let alone the Cowboys, who simply have not been as good as the Eagles. Most consecutive games allowing 17 points of, or fewer in a single season. 49ers history. They won the Super Bowl the last two times. It was like this. They had eight in, in 1981 and 1984. Both those years, they had eight consecutive games with 17 points or fewer. And, of course, in this NFLJ, there are more points being scored. They have seven so far this year. They won the Super Bowl the last two times. And also, Max, I just want to, you know, as a former player, I see players in all different sports in a lot of different moments. And you can see younger players, right, when the moment feels too big for them. Last night, even though it wasn't a difficult pass, watching Brock Purdy execute that TD pass to, ki- to Kittle. To Kittle. That, right? that was the end of the pump, game. Yeah. Like the, That's the, the end execution of, the game, of one pump fake to another pump <laughs> fake to the, like the execution of that. It, I'm like, oh, damn. Like this dude has poise. Like it, this doesn't feel like I'm watching somebody who's having their first year in the league. At all. There was a, there was a drop he took. He took a, I think a seven step drop at a certain point in the game and he sees his first guy and he, and he, and he, he, uh, like he died. His diagnosis of the play not having to do the spectacular thing, just taking the nice, easy yards is in a way spectacular for a young player because young players generally have a hard time making those kind of adjustments. I mean, come on. Are we, are we having a quarterback controversy already in San Francisco? I mean, this is really occurring. Is it a controversy, though? I mean, 
it's a controversy for what happens in the future based upon yes, what happens in for the, the next rest couple of, of games. For the rest oh, this of is this Purdy's, season, yeah, if, right this, if Brock Purdy plays like this, by the way, I said the same thing with Cooper Rush, and, and he was backing up Dak Prescott. I said, I'm not touching him until he loses. Once he loses, I'm, uh, yeah, I'm not messing with something though. that's – you know, yeah, if it ain't broke – but I'm just saying you're not gonna you're gonna have him in year three making a million dollars at the max. <laughs> so like it's you know Trey Lance if Trey Lance shows that upside long term you go with it. But still this dude is legit. They gotta fe- be feeling. Jimmy pretty G's good. not there though. They gotta be feeling. They gotta be feeling pretty good. The 49ers right now after the, this run they're on and the way Brock Purdy looks. Kyle Shanahan at the post game presser. To be able to clinch the division and just have a couple days, we can relax a little bit, but um, there's no doubt about it. I mean, this isn't um, our final goal by any means. I'm very proud of our team and what we accomplished throughout the year to get to this. Um, Our goal is to get in the tournament, and we accomplished that today, but um, now it's all trying to set that up to be the best situation we can and uh, hopefully get some of our guys back, too, in the process. Forget about next year, Jay, right now, this season. Can Brock Purdy, a Brock Purdy-led 49ers team, Get to the Super Bowl. You see, I don't see them as a Brock Purdy-led team. I see them as a Kyle Shanahan-led team. And, yes, this team can win a Super Bowl. I agree. I not just get there. I think they can if win If they can the get there, I mean, it's a slugfest, man. Yep. Like, that, they win games in a slugfest manner. We'll get into it a little later, but I know, like, Chiefs, Eagles. But something tells me it's like the way they're looking recently, it looks like Niners-Bengals. The Grizzlies dropped 40 on a healthy Warriors team, Jay. 40! Is John Morant the most box office player in the NBA right now? Listen to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio. ESPN Radio, everywhere you are. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C 
ebikes.com. Keyshawn, Jay Will, and Max. I said yesterday this was a legacy moment for John ja Morant Oof. coming up. And I'm telling you guys last night, it was block office. Oh, he was ridiculously block office. He was There's block no office. Nah, you know what that, right, about that. Block, block office, Jay. He just got in block, block Buster in box See, office. Yes. 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 Jordan Poole on skates. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Jay, I have no idea what block office is. That must be Duke English or something. But <laughs> Block you know. Buster. What? I said block office. Yeah, you said you talk <laughs> box office, office. and blockbusters. You didn't block- even realize you said block office. I said it again, and you talk about, yeah, he was dealing and willing. I'm coming in hot. That was my new joint. Jay, we are watching clips of John Morant on ESPN2 right now. Keyshawn, Jay Willemax are on ESPN2. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. You can hit us up on the Dr. Pepper call online, 888-SAY-ESPN, 729-3776. Hold on, Max. I, saw, hold on, hold on, Max. I, just want, I just want to say something for the record, by the way. Yeah. This is so typical of this show, right? Yeah. We say crazy stuff all the time. Mm-hmm. Messing up words early in the morning. Sure. I said blocks office, right? Yeah. Block. You just messed it up again. I messed it up again. What? Blocks. What? I said blocks. What? I added an S to it. <laughs> no, an X. <laughs> what? A blocks. Yeah. Block office, right? Yeah. And then Q was like, yeah, Jay, I say it again. Then you were talking about dealing and wheeling. He and I was like, it. no. No, it's wheeling no, and dealing, It's wheeling brother. and dealing, Key. So, By the way, so we're going to do your, your block office rankings pretty soon, and then I'll do my box buster after that. <laughs> right? <laughs> John Morant, but we're, we're oh, watching it on, on TV just now. His, everyone always says AI, AI, AI. To me, he's got a lot of MJ in him. You know, just a sh- short, shorter than them, but like he's got a lot of that. Some guys are allowed somehow to climb the air, right? Like once they're in the air, they're allowed to still climb up in the air. Air buoyancy. Air buoyant. <laughs> Is John Morant the most block office player in the NBA? We're going to have more on that in 10 seconds. Be a part of Keyshawn J. Willemax Nation on Dr. Pepper Call Online. Call 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. ESPN Nation is presented by Dr. Pepper. It ain't college football season without the delicious taste of an ice-cold Dr. Pepper, the one fans deserve. Okay, Stephen A. Smith on first take yesterday. Mm-hmm. This is a man who argued with me when we had a debate when John Morant was coming out of college. I said he is a guaranteed superstar, and Stephen A. wasn't sure. Oh. As a guaranteed oh, superstar. Wow. That's right. Wow. Here he is now, several years later, on John Morant. Is he the most box office player in the league? I believe I believe he, he probably is. I mean, I'm thinking about the stars in the league, and you want to put Luke up there absolutely because he's global. Not that the NBA isn't global because more than any other sport, you know, in, in North America, they've, they've done a magnificent job of globalizing their brand. But John Morant is something spectacular. He's not good. He's not just great. He's spectacular. You walk through the turnstiles. To see this brother play. Welcome to the party, Stephen A. We came up with this list last year, and he was number one for me last year. It's not even a question. Now, I'm going to keep it a buck with everybody, okay? And real hoopers out there, like we talk like real football talk, real basketball talk. Real hoopers know about this, right? So I was born in a middle yes, class family, Go ahead. right? Middle class family. But in order to gain your chops, you got to go to the hood and play basketball. Mm-hmm. Like, that's always where it is. Like, mm-hmm. that's where you get your licks in, right? And we all know about this, playing basketball in those parts of the world. You always meet one. Alan Gates, our producer, knows what the hell I'm talking about. You meet one where you be like, 
Damn. How athletic is that dude? He's the best athlete in the world. What's he doing over here? How come you didn't make it? And there's always something like, oh, you got mixed up with the wrong cat. Something happened. You got something happened where in your life off the court where you didn't make it. But you watch that. You're like, damn, yo, you're the one. You should be in the league. Yeah. You got like an 80-inch verb. Yeah. Or he can't shoot or there's something missing. You're touching the top of the backboard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's who Ja Moran is. But he He's made that it. dude that made it. <laughs> and you're like, oh, my God. Like you are. I'm watching Allen Iverson, but with Zion Williamson bounce. Like, the dexterity that he has in the air. And it led me to this last night. Like, go on YouTube. And literally, Max, you can watch. Get a glass of Pinot. Get a glass of Scotch. And just go on YouTube and watch Ja Morant almost compilations man get it get some cisco (laughs) on most compilations and you will be entertained for 11 minutes with all of his misses like the misses misses? wait why (laughs) why the misses jay because the misses are over like the miss he had last night it's like he just trying people for blanks and giggles just to have fun with it and and i will say this i I think as another hooper talk like yo the, the three best Layup makers. Okay. Layup makers in Kyrie the game of, be at the top of the list. Right? I'm talking about dudes that can hit you with the English off the glass. You're like, how did that even pop spin back in? Like the, the You're not putting him over Kyrie, are you? I'm saying Kyrie one. Okay, okay. Ja Morant two. Mm-hmm. Zion Williamson Ooh. three. Now, people want to say, oh, Zion Williamson, he's, gonna, like a, he's a wrecking ball. Yo, but you watch, he can change his body angles in the air. He might be one of the most difficult shot makers in the game of basketball. You know what's crazy when you, Those talk, are about my box, three. When you talk about box office and layup package, right? Ugh. One and two in the draft that year were Zion and Ja. It is unclear at this moment. Who winds up the better player? Who winds up having the better career? Who's more exciting to watch? The two of those guys, What a, in terms of that stuff that you just talked about, Jay, has there been a draft ever where one and two had those qualities to the extent that these two have? I mean, I'm, I'm not a history I can't, buff. I can't. I, just I, in your I have lifetime. To, I have think to about, do research on it. I mean. Uh, but let's not. In other words, it would be as though Dominique yeah, I mean, and Jordan. I mean, no. Which they didn't. But imagine they're in the same draft and they go one and two. That's what it's like. Yeah. I, and I, so yesterday I was on Get Up and I was talking about I think the Pelicans were playing the best basketball in the league. And granted, they had lost to the Jazz and they lost to the Jazz again last night. But, yo, the Memphis Grizzlies beat the Bucks by 40 at home. Like, I'm not talking about by 10. I'm not talking about by 20. They beat them by 40. Wait, Jay, that's the other home. thing. That's the 40. other thing. Zion and Jaws teams. Not only are they probably the best example of a one and two with the stuff you're talking about, with the electric, athletic, layup, package, spectacular box office appeal, right? In the history, who went one and two in the draft. But then they're on loaded teams, and they're contributing to put their teams over the top right now. Now, look, I, I get Drew Holiday didn't play. I, I, I understand, but still, like 40 is a massive number, right? 40. Desmond Bain didn't play for the, for the Grizzlies. So it, it's, you see these games, granted, regular season, but like that, to me, there is not even a question about if you want to go see any NBA game. If you're a kid out there, you want to go see one NBA game in your town, when the Memphis Grizzlies come to town, you go see Ja Morant. Face of the league going forward, more likely, I want a name, Ja or Zion. And also, Max, you know why? Huh. Because probably 99% of the time, dude's going to play. He's going to play, too. We'll get into Kawhi Leonard, other guys. He's going to play. He will be available. Face of the league, you can only have one going forward, Ja oh. or Zion. 
Don't make me do that. It's ja too early. Or Zion. I need, I'm taking Ja. And I love Zion. I'm taking coffee. Ja. I'm taking Ja. I need who the Baileys for my coffee got? before I I need the Baileys for my coffee you before got? I can answer that. I'm going with Ja just because I feel like Zion ain't got the personality to hold it. Not to say that he's like, you know, herbish, but which is crazy. The Grizzlies were in the zone last night when they beat the Bucks by 40. Get in the zone is brought to you by AutoZone. Get in the zone. AutoZone. Is this a trap game for the Philadelphia Eagles? From your radio to your smart speaker and phone. Now playing ESPN Radio. Or watch on ESPN2. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Live weekday morning starting at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio. And on ESPN2. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Four Downs is brought to you by Geico. Switch to Geico today. See all the ways you could save. Ready for Four Downs, Jay? Let's get it. All right. First Down. Eagles at Bears. <laughs> Philly. Favored by nine. Over-unders 48 and a hook. It's on ESPN Radio. Coverage at noon Eastern. You can tune into a football doubleheader Sunday as the Bears host the Eagles, followed by Patriots at Raiders. Coverage begins at noon Eastern on select ESPN radio stations. A.J. Brown, J. Will, of the Philadelphia Eagles. Spoke to me yesterday. Spoke to you yesterday. And what did he tell you, Jay? He's focused on what? Chicago and not Parsons, right? Let's hear it from the horse's mouth. It wasn't no conversation. It wasn't no conversation. It was just, it was focused on Chicago. We'll discuss the Cowboys in another week, but it wasn't no conversation about uh, my comparison at all. That's not our focus. We're focused on Chicago, trying to get a win this week. 
You know, maybe the fact that they only have one loss, the Cowboys have three, has something to do with that. But is this a trap game for the Eagles, Jeff? No, it's not. He, he, by the way, you should have heard the way I tried to ask him, too. Because I asked him the question before about Jalen Hurts being his brother and about how they have this incredible chemistry and they back each other. And when somebody talks trash about your brother, there's a tendency to respond to that. And that didn't phase him at all. I said, man, like in the locker room, you guys didn't have any discussion at all. He's like, no, our discussion was to have no discussion about it. We're focused on the Bears, and we'll see the Cowboys when it's time to play the Cowboys. But that to me says something, though, Max. That to me is like, all right, Bears have our attention right now, but as soon as that page turns, oh, it's going to be time. There's a reason you want uh, a guy like Jalen Hurts as your quarterback, as, as Mike T always calls it, the CEO of your franchise, right? Because there's a certain maturity in the leadership style. No, we're focusing on this. We're not letting anything waver. I go back to Derek Jeter a lot because to me he's like the ultimate example of exactly what you want that way. I'm a Yankees fan. But Jeter was that way. No excuses, no nothing, no losing focus, no getting trapped or tricked into anything, just focusing on the task at hand. It's all about the number one seed, right, for for them in the NFC. No, not even. You know what it's all about for Jalen Hurts? Winning, winning this game. Right, but I'm saying he has a game coming up. He's got to prepare to win. He's not thinking about anything else. Two-game lead with four games left to play. Yeah. One game at a time. One game at a time. All right. I hate that We're going to hear more from A.J. Brown. One game at a time. With just... Jay Will. He spoke to our own Jay Will, as Jay just told you. You're going to hear that at 7.30 a.m. Eastern. That's about one hour from now. All right. Time for second down. Second down. Giants at Commanders. Washington is at home and favored by four and a half, meaning even at a, on a neutral field, Washington would be the slight favorites. The over-under is 40 and a half. Jay, is this the biggest game of Daniel Jones's career? Jordan Renan, ESPN Giants reporter, was on this show. Was that yesterday or two days ago? Two days ago. Two days ago. And he seems to think so. Listen. This week's game is the biggest game of his professional career. Because if they win this game, then all of a sudden their playoff odds probably double. Right? They're in like, they'd say about to 80% if they win this week in Washington. I think what he does in games like this to show how you're going to play when everything is on the line in the biggest games. Can you lift your team? Can you play your top game? Can you avoid the turnovers that he's done all year? I think this will go a long way in determining how the Giants handle Daniel Jones this, this offseason. But in the meantime, they went to negotiate with Saquon Barkley during the bye week. They didn't go to negotiate with Daniel Jones. Do or die time for Daniel Jones. Look, this game will be the difference between him signing a multi-year extension with the Giants or potentially finding himself in a QB competition elsewhere next season. I firmly believe that. All the chips are on the line. And look, we're going to find out answers about Daniel Jones in the moment of clarity. A little Jay-Z line right there for you, Max, right? <laughs> because my thing is, everybody knows what's Jay-Z coming. for everything. Yeah. Everybody knows what's coming. Yep. I said yesterday, there are two-headed horse or two-headed monster. Whatever the hell you want to call it. Where did you get right? two-headed horse? But if Saquon can't get the job done, you're going to look at Daniel. You're going to say... We need you to get us over the hump when it matters the most against a team, by the way, who has a quarterback who gets them over the hump and Taylor Heineken when it matters for them the most. You see, we see this. We see our analysis is similar, but our conclusions are different. Okay. I agree with you about how you're assessing the situation and and like the moment of clarity. But to me, because Daniel Jones doesn't have the weapons, 
the moment of clarity will be, does he, look, if you can throw an interception, if there's no other choice, right, you might as well take a shot. But I need to see how he plays. Does frustration set in because Washington is defensively doing their job and has a little more punch on offense, and now he tries to do too much? Or is he going to stay calm, cool, don't make any mistakes, even as the pressure mounts, the playoffs are on the line, divisional rival, the whole thing? Will he continue to play, as Key would say, sound, solid and sound football? That's actually what I'm saying. Because, Jay, question, no, you, can't, you can't make a receiver better. Like, they are I, what they are. You think solid and sound football is going to win a game of this magnitude? I do, yeah. I, I don't. I actually think you're going to need above sound but, but, and solid. But, you're going to need excellent No, but excellent, from him. But the definition of excellent is not, oh, my God, did you see that play? It's two or three times, nice decisions and nice throws on third down, you know, tucking the ball and running when you need to, which he'll do. I need to see more of what I've seen from the best versions of him this year, version of it, which is a very good player, actually. So you're but, saying he can't reach excellent. Yeah, what I'm saying is we'll never know about Daniel Jones until they get him a receiver. We just won't know. But, but this is a winnable game even without him. Like, to me, spectacular would be, a, would be smart. Smart might mean taking a chance, but it has, the time has to be right to take that chance, whether or not it works out. All right, third down. Third down. Dolphins at Bills on Saturday. So the Bills are favored by a touchdown. The over-under is 44 points. Remember, Saturday is a short week. Can Tua, not a Thursday game, but still, can Tua and the Dolphins win on the road in the snow? Mike McDaniels prancing around in, what was it, it's not cold enough, what did it say on the the T-shirt? Well, something about it needed to be colder, right? What What did it say, James? I think it said, I wish it was I wish colder. it were colder. That's right. I wish it were colder. Uh-huh. We'll see. Here is Mike McDaniel, Dolphins head coach, at the press conference. It's a football game where the elements are the same for both people. So that's, uh, I, I think, a way of emphasizing something but not obsessing about something. I don't see weather as something that you can lean on for an X, Y, or Z when you're competing. If a team allows it to be a thing, then it's a thing. So that's uh, our attempt for for to acknowledge the obvious and move on as fast as possible. Has there ever been a bigger nerd who's a successful head coach as Mike McDaniel? Sean McVay. Yeah, that's a good. Like, he's, you know, I kind of like it though. I but but McDaniel also has the look with the glasses and everything, yeah. and he's kind of thin. Like like I love it. I love when you remember the old Looney Tunes with the Chicken Hawk. He was like a little <laughs> kid, and he was a nerd with the glasses, and and uh, Foghorn Leghorn was always kind of patronizing toward him. But meantime, the Chicken Hawk was smart, and when he said something was going to happen, it happened. Right? But oh, Mike McDaniel's tempting fate here, Jay. But look, Max, I, I, th- this is going to be. A slugfest. I, I really do. I mean, the weather's going to be horrible. And I know that the weather will limit their ability, the Dolphins' ability for the deep ball, right? That explosivity that you see with Waddle and with Tyreek Hill. But it's not like the Miami Dolphins don't have the ability to run the ball in between the tackles with, you talk about Jeff Wilson Jr. and with Mostart, right, with what they have. So I, I'm going to bet, I, I still favor the Bills, but I am going to bet that McDaniels with this time, considering the way they played the last two games, there's going to be an emphasis on them running the ball more in this game considering the conditions. I got to tell you, Jay, I hear it. I just have a gut feeling they're going to get brutalized. I think that, that – Then they're going to get smacked. I, think I don't gonna think they're going to get smacked. I think they're going to get beat up. I think they're gonna, and I think that one of the reasons key 
was asking the question. And underneath, of course, there's two a hate, whether he admits it or not, right? And the reason there's two a hate is because he liked what he saw against Jalen Hurts early in Jalen Hurts' career against USC. That's his team, the Trojans, and thought he's good. And when Tua took Jalen Hurts' job, I think he got just a little bit anti-Tua. <laughs> and also when Tua passed on SC. But, but basically, he was just asking the question. I've seen... Offenses like this, I'm a bit suspicious that they travel in December well. I need to see that first, and then if they do, I'll give them his credit. They haven't so far. And those conditions were, were easier if you're from a place like Miami. Like, your blood thins out, you know? Like, I, we lived in L.A., Jay. How did it feel in the cold after you live in L.A. for a few years? So, in a place like Buffalo, 20 degrees, a real good team. So, you're saying Buffalo's going to cover easily. I think seven's a lot of points in the NFL. To, I think not Buffalo really, covers. Really Buffalo. Yeah, I think Buffalo covers. 888-SAY-ESPN-729-3776. Remember when the Dolphins were like the scariest team in the NFL with that They're offense? there's a tendency when everybody goes one way. Yeah, yeah. Okay? yeah the football gods will punish my, my arrogance. 888 uh, At one point this season, the Dolphins' offense was the scariest in the NFL. But who's the scariest team in the NFL right now? It could be for offensive reasons, defensive reasons, the quarterback, the coach, whatever it is. Who's the scariest team in the NFL right now? Time for fourth down. Fourth down. Bengals at Buccaneers. Speaking of scariest teams. The Cincinnati Bengals. Do you remember the picture I showed you yesterday during the break? Yeah, with, uh, with it, Joe Burrow it, and Tom it was, Brady. It was literally this young guy wheeling around this other guy. Hey, Grandpa. Yeah. And it was Joe Burrow's face on the younger guy. Like, oh, I got you, Dad. I got you. Like, that's what this game feels like to me. How sc- so Cincinnati is favored by three and a half. They're on the road favored by three and a half. The over-under is 44 points. How scared should teams be? I'm not, of course, like, you know, they're professional athletes, but how scared should they be of the Bengals, Jay? I mean, look, this team has won seven to eight games. They haven't given up 24 points in, or more in their last four games. I mean, and they've done it with Jamar Chase being out, with Joe Mixon being out. Like, this is, to me, one of the most scariest teams in the NFL because of Joe Burrow's ability. Like, and it's what you see, like, last night, right? Like, what I saw in that game with the 49ers, like you see certain teams who maybe their O-line is somewhat depleted. You see that with Geno Smith, right? But they don't have that extra gear to carry their team when it matters. Joe Burrow has that. Patrick Mahomes has that. Herbert has that. That's what makes these guys dangerous. So Chris Carlin of Canty and Carlin weighed in on the subject of the Bengals and scariness. Listen. When I think about teams that nobody wants to play, I think about a scary aspect of them. I don't look the same way at the Bengals, even though the Bengals are playing very, very well. They have scary aspects of when it comes to Jamar Chase and Mm -hmm. Burrow. But I don't look at them and think they're a team that I would be scared of playing. I mean, Chris Carlin, that is a professional radio guy, knows what he's doing. But I disagree with him here. Jay. I think Chris would be scared to play any NFL team. For <laughs> but, but like, but like I'll it. tell you what. The Bengals <laughs> are, the, are, are the definition of a scary team. Joe, look, game's on the line. Do you understand it took the greatest player of his generation on consecutive plays, having the biggest moments of his career, to stop Joe Burrow as a first-year full-time starter because he got hurt the year before from winning the Super Bowl? He was about to throw the touchdown pass to Jamar Chase. That's, that's the scariest combination in the league. Does Joe Burrow have the it factor? 
Oh. Yeah, oh. then if you have the it factor, you can beat anybody. We showed a graphic earlier about comparing Joe Burrow to Tom Brady this year. Fourth quarter touchdowns, all that stuff, and they're similar. Joe Burrow's better. How scared should teams be of the Bengals? Rob Ninkovich, ESPN NFL analyst. Nink. What up? What those, up? Those Jays are fresh. Bro. Yo, oh, I know. You know He's what? Those Jays are so on the side. Those Jays are so fresh. Nico, what did I tell you <laughs> yesterday? It was Nink. rainy yesterday too. I, I almost thought about putting them in a baggie and like walking. Yeah, you got to get like the DJ Khaled pillow. Yes. You put them on the pillow. You, put you them know what I mean? Yeah. When I was Nink. a kid, I used to I used to wear two pairs of shoes, one to school, and then I'd take them out. And then I'd take them out of my bag and then put the fresh ones on. <laughs> low key, low key, Ninko got the most underrated sneaker game at ESPN. You oh, never that? hear anyone talk about his kicks, but look, every time. That in the classic old school car game, too. Oh, yeah, don't, I got don't a lot of old schools. It. I first just sold one of them, though. But first of all, he got, got, got the chain showing through the whole oh, thing. Oh, I got the chain showing. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Nick got some swag for sure. I'll take my joint out. You can't take that out when he got a rope on. What's the matter with you? His rope is just as price as mine. It's yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, confident, but, yeah, but it's yeah, different. Yeah. No, and you got the sweatshirt on. Jay, no, come on. What this are you is, doing? Mine's Cuban link, so, yeah. you know. You ever have a tiger's eye? I tuck my joint back. You get a Cuban link, you ice it out on both sides? I, got I don't ever on. show, like, it's always tucked, but you can kind of see it through. But I, yeah. my collar was out. I didn't want to look like Peter Pan. So I got <laughs> no, you take or the Aladdin. collar. What's the matter? Right. Do, are Aladdin, you, are you against Chris Carlin here talking about he doesn't see anything scary about the Bengals? Against Chris Carlin. He's crazy. That's, that's, that's. What's, what's, to me, scary is going against, and I'll tell you what scary is. When you, when you are a defensive player and you're on the line of scrimmage and you look over at a quarterback and you know exactly what he's doing, he's checking into something else, and you can't stop it. <laughs> like, I've been on the other side of Peyton Manning, and he'd look at you and you'd be like, does he know we're going to blitz here? And he'd say, <laughs> 50's the mic, check, check, check. <laughs> Roger, 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 Omaha, Omaha. Hey, he'd do all these signals and then just march down the field. You're like, dang it, he knows. He knows. He's on to us. So that's that's the intimidating part is when a quarterback can check. You know, when I we played uh, Drew Brees, Peyton Manning, um, you know, Tom Brady every day. Like every single day in practice, we were trying to fool Tom Brady. Well, you know, that's a really good guy to go against because he's the smartest guy. So – I think Joe Burrow is is becoming one of those guys. Like he's on the field and he's commanding the offense, and he's has the ability to check, which a lot such of quarterbacks don't mm-hmm. have the ability to check. That's such, that's really what we're all feeling. You just articulated it. When a quarterback scares you, it's that ability. It's, that. it's the check with me. It's not check to the sideline, run with the sidelines telling you. It's throw that out the window. They're in this. We're we're redoing the whole play, and then they they hit you, they hurt you, and he's got Jamar Chase and yeah. T Higgins and Boyd. He's got a lot, and Joe Mixon. He's got and, and the, Mixon. I think Mixon's one of the the more underrated guys oh, yeah. in the league. Running backs. He's he's very very good. Nick, can we go to the other great quarterback too, who is legendary great in Tom Brady? Right, just overall in general, yeah, the, the other guy. body of water. We're going to refer to him yeah. as the other guy. That's the crazy. Guy. I just said that. The right? other guy. We're Look talking about we're Joe Burrow. Now we're going to the other guy who's the greatest Jay, quarterback of all time. See the graphic right here: passing touchdowns this season in the fourth quarter. Brady is tied with Joe Burrow for first in the NFL QBR. Joe Burrow's third in the NFL in the fourth quarter. Brady's tenth, still good. Touchdown interception ratio, they're both four. Brady's still clutch, but Joe Burrow a little better. And Nink, so Tampa Bay six and seven, right? This NFC South race, it's which wide is, open. It's wide open. Carolina's yeah. right on their heels. How big of a game is this for Tom Brady? It's a big game. I mean, it's it's a huge game for them in 
making sure that they win the division because honestly, once you get into the playoffs, similar to the Giants when they beat us, when they didn't really, I think they were a nine win team, I think, mm. that year. Um, so you could kind of fly into the playoffs. Was that 07 or 11? Uh, I think that was 11. 11. 11. Yeah. And 07 was the undefeated uh, team. Yeah, yeah, 07 was undefeated. But, you know, you're the, one of these teams that you, if once you, if you just win your division, you get into the playoffs and you host a game, you might be able to get somebody like Dallas, you know, if they came in thinking like, oh, we got you. And they take you a little lightly because they think, oh, this is a 500 team. They shouldn't even be here. Like, there seems like Dallas is kryptonite too, right? Like just overlooking kinda, the team. Oh, yeah, like the, the, this week, I think Dallas is doing that with the Jacksonville Jaguars. Everyone thinks seems to think that. Like Jacksonville's playing great. Yeah, you know, Trevor Lawrence has ten touchdowns, no interceptions. The last five games is leading the NFL in uh, passing percentage in the last five weeks. Like he's playing really good football. Like you gotta you every single week, and once you hit the playoffs, especially everybody like takes that step up it's like things are a little faster they're a little more aggressive like you 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 feel a little you feel a lot more sore after a playoff game it's it's crazy now rob ninkovich when you say new england patriots two-time champion linebacker you think of a certain type of outlook on football okay Keyshawn johnson who though he was a receiver very much has that outlook thinks that a certain style of play, you drop back 25 times, you complete 18 passes, don't drop back too much, you run the ball, 210 yards, two touchdowns, no interceptions, good defense. That's how you win a Super Bowl, right? That's how you win games, how you win Super Bowls. Until you need a play. And, then, and, and be, be big on third down. Mahomes or Joe Burrow. Be until big you, on third down. Yeah, until but, you need a third and ten. But also, that's like the cold weather, you know, not the high-flying, oh, warm-weather offense team. Well, that... Dolphins team is struggling on the road right now, going up to Buffalo. Oh, they're 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 Dunzo. Dunzo. Oh yeah, yeah. When I head, agree your, with you. Your head coach is talking about philosophy and psychological psychological stuff, and he's got a T-shirt on that says "I wish it was colder." Like he's he's <laughs> trying to send a message to the team, like I wish you like it's not so bad. Like we're gonna go up there and don't even worry about it. Just. Push it out of your head, but that's not the case. I mean, the the record you're pushing it into their head. Exactly, <laughs> you're putting it into your conscious. So you know, but, 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 what's, but what's wrong with that though, Nick? Like, what's wrong with somebody like Coach K? I'm not, not saying Coach K and Mike McDaniel are the same, but Coach K would do a lot of this vision stuff, right? Yeah, Where yeah. it was like he would prepare you for the moment that's coming by talking about it. So it wasn't like something that just like popped up on you. And by the way, everybody else is talking about it, so you end up using those things internally. As motivation, like why is that? Why is that a bad thing? If you are trying to find any way to be competitive in this game, I think the aspect of football, which is very different, is you're going into different environments that you can't simulate. You can't simulate five degrees and snow <laughs> and you know wind when you're down in Florida. You just can't. Like you literally can't do it. So it's not that some other play, like players are probably from Chicago or. Uh, the, the, the north and they've played in cold before but it's when you're accustomed to playing in the south and being in the humidity and the ball is tacky and like you feel great and your knees don't hurt and you you take your helmet off and you're like oh I can put it back on and it doesn't rip my hair out like because you're all your your uh inside your pads are frozen solid 
Like a helmet, if you take a helmet off, right now, if we took a helmet, there's got to be a helmet around here, and we put it outside, and you felt it, it's like a rock. It's hard as a rock. It's insane. <laughs> Those are great. De- I've never, it's, as a yeah, yeah. I've never so, thought about. Oh. So what you know, like for me, playing yeah. in New England, in practice, you would put your helmet on in the locker room, and you never take it off. The worst thing you can possibly do is take your helmet off. It's different, off. man. Yo, that's why that's Don't why he was suspicious off. of Miami because yeah. of the warm weather. Yeah, I mean they're, they're gonna as who said it in half baked. He's gonna kill him, yo. <laughs> they're gonna kill him, yo. Uh, you know who was it? It was the dude who said, "I'm Cuban, B." <laughs> All right, Rob Ninkovich, ESPN NFL analyst. Scariest team in the NFL right now, coming up. Listen to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio. ESPN Radio, everywhere you are.